welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I'm David Bass. And thank you for listening, David. We have no time. Okay. Let's pay some bills real quick. Okay, this episode is brought to you by Mubi, a curated online cinema that brings its members a hand-picked selection of the best independent, international, and classic films. Every day, Mubi's curators introduce a new title, and you have 30 days to watch it. That means there's always 30 wonderful films to enjoy, all for only $5.99 a month. Plus, when you use their mobile apps, you can download films to watch offline. And there's also a special offer for listeners of Battleship Pretension. You can try Mubi free for a month. Just go to Mubi.com, that's M-U-B-I.com, slash Battleship, to redeem now. And I want to tell you about tweakedaudio.com earbuds. They're professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors. They look great. They sound great. Tyler and I use them each and every day of our lives. Uh, and they're available for a low, low price over at tweakedaudio.com. But if you use the offer code pretension at checkout, you get one third off that low, low price and no shipping charges. So go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code pretension. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Whew. Record time. Absolutely. Got that done. <laughs> Tyler, right. who's our guest? Well, this is exciting. Uh, Very exciting. Uh, our guest has not been on uh, the show for a while. Did one of our live shows back when we did those. So that was a while ago. But uh, but yeah, she's. Uh, we're excited to have her back. It's Jackie Cation. Jackie, how you Hello doing? and welcome to me. I'm here. I'm here in your room. It's a nice room. Thank you. I've never been in this room, so it's yeah. been at least four years, is four what years you were saying, since right. I've been on the program. Yeah. It's uh, exciting stuff. Well done. And this is... Uh, well done having a room Yeah, and to you're do a here in, in one of the last times we'll be recording in this room. Have we said that in the podcast yet? Uh, I think I mentioned it over more than one lesson that I am moving to a house yeah. half a block away. Yeah. Will it also have a room? It will uh, It will have a bigger room. A bigger room, but this, this kind of has a nice vibe, though, for a pod, because it's small and... and and, uh, you know, it feels like we're in it. Yeah, it the doesn't other, get... The uh, other room is bigger and has hardwood floors, and it has kind of an echo to it. And we're going to need to put down... Thrilled. We're going to need to get some... We're gonna need, you and I are going to need to hit up uh, Cost Plus World Market, pick up some rugs. Absolutely. <laughs> let the rugs let the rugs begin. Because, yeah, this has this is nice dampening. It has yeah. nice yeah. wall-to-wall carpeting. Now, Tyler, yeah. speaking of you moving, okay. you said last week you didn't want to, now that you're, like, moving into a house yeah. without, like, a walled, you know, it's not a walled city anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't want to give too many clues about your neighborhood. And so I wanted to mention a place that I've He passed. lives in Kowloon in Hong Kong. <laughs> yes, in a it's walled city. It's a walled city. city. Yes. <laughs> um, awesome walled city reference. Um, <laughs> I wanted to mention a place that I passed on the way here. I'm not going to say how close it is. Okay. But like, like we was said, it my house, which is about a mile from here? Um, <laughs> it's about to be a little bit closer. There you go. Four years I've driven past this place. I don't think I've ever mentioned on the podcast that on the way here, I pass a barber shop called D's Cuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I see what they've done there. <laughs> that's just that's just good writing. There's one in on that. These cuts. I have to assume they were not passionate about cutting hair. They came up with the title, the, the name for the, the shop. And then and somebody said, well, went obviously. to barber yeah. barber school. Yeah. yeah, or just decided to buy a pair of scissors. Yeah. Sure. and a razor. Yeah, I feel like that's. I've always thought that the remember that movie came out a few years ago called Life After Beth. 
Yeah. I feel like that was the same thing where someone was like, well, I guess I'm a screenwriter now because I have this title <laughs> and I, now I have to write a movie called Life After Beth. I think that's that was my theory. I think the, the this podcast is, is defunct now, but the uh, Pod F Tompcast, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure he, somebody made a joke and he said, well, I guess I got to do a podcast now. Right. And now yes. he does a much more complicated uh, name, Spontanea Nation. I can't keep up with all the podcasts of all our past guests. But speaking of, you're a podcaster. I got a couple of podcasts, you guys. I got the Dork Forest now in its 11th year. Going strong. Going nice. strong. Still dorking out with people, talking to people about their dorkdoms. Uh, and then, I was on there many years ago talking about my love of the Riddler. And, uh, oh, that's right. All of my action figures. Some of them are packed, unfortunately. Right, right. Yeah, there's usually a lot more than that. Yes. Fair enough. And then um, the last... Um, and then now I'm in a new one for Nerdist called Jackie and Lori Show, and that's just me and Lori Kilmartin bitching about stand-up comedy. Mm, Instead of two middle-aged white guys bitching about stand-up comedy, <laughs> it's two middle-aged white ladies. Yeah. It's a lateral move. But you're still <laughs> under the thumb of Chris Hardwick. Under the thumb? Well, um, he's not involved really at all. Uh, he nods in passing, I think. Uh, I haven't seen him in a year. So, he's, uh, yeah, See, but it is think- Nerdist, but he does have... Um, uh, it's it's a good bump. I like to assume that Chris Hardwick is listening to every Nerdist podcast and approving it before it goes oh, out. He's so <laughs> right in his copious amounts of free time. I would I venture, hope so. I would venture to say that he listens and watches everything approvingly. He's a very positive guy. <laughs> that yeah. Chris Hardwick. Um, now, Jackie, do you have two podcasts now? I, I'm assuming listeners send you things sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You seem to have gotten a box yourself. Yeah, we got. Well, our friend, <laughs> Thank our, you, I mean, our, our listener Nathan sent us. Well, he sent us a card, but I'm not going to read it online because it looks like a Civil War letter. I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> what that says. Um, it says that he's waiting. Tyler and David. I'm waiting for you with a yellow ribbon <laughs> under an oak tree in the middle of South Carolina. I thought you would enjoy watching this DVD. Okay, now what is this? Uh, well. He sent me a DVD of Melvin and Howard. Which means you don't get it. I I guess I will go screw myself. On our Jonathan Demi episode that I had been meaning to watch uh, Melvin and Howard. But then most importantly, he sent us candy. Yes. So we have have coffee crisps, which Tyler and I are big fans of. And we have Turkish delights. I don't know what those are, but... uh, yeah, absolutely. Jackie, you are, you are yes, welcome please, to Jackie, uh, any of these. Um, what is a coffee crisp? Does so it have coffee Canadian in it? Candy. It does not have coffee. Oh, in you're it, supposed to eat it with but, coffee. No, but it does taste like coffee. Yeah. So it's not well, like weird. it's not it's, caffeinated. If that's what you're, oh, I think that's right, what Tyler right. thought at first. We talked yeah. about right, um, but it is. It has coffee fl- like from New Jersey. Some exit in New Jersey. It's from, has created a coffee flavor. Every flavor <laughs> birdie bought coffee right. crisp. <laughs> yeah, but it is good for them. Canadian. Mm. Um, the Canadian version of New Jersey is somewhere, I guess. <laughs> and then yeah. a Turkish delight is just a Turkish delight. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, um, it's not a, a Turkish delight. I don't actually know. Well, they're usually not this hard. So this this actually a Turkish delight is usually some sort of nougaty nougat nougaty. Okay. I don't know what word to use. Uh, but uh, this actually looks like it might be a candy bar, and uh, thus yeah. I'm more positive about it because a Turkish delight is usually yeah. my Armenian ancestry's disapproved. No, come on, <laughs> and uh, no. Uh, um, oh, wait, it's got a little squishy on the side, so it might be a regular Turkish Delight. Oh, um, yeah. I only know Google Turkish it, Delight people. as a plot point in Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. No question about it. <laughs> That's what I think of. It is in the, the ultimate <laughs> temptation, Turkish <laughs> Delight. Oh. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That's because British children have no 
candy. <laughs> so, <laughs> and clearly uh, Canadians are trying to follow in their in their wake. Uh, so I I, 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 I resisted asking you this question when before the, the the tape was rolling. Right? Have you been? Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I've been good. I've been good. I do a little stand up comedy, you know, and so I've been doing that a great deal. Uh, I've been uh, things are going well. People You're one of are the busiest people that we know of. Well, yeah, pe- people are on board. They're in a, going in a Jackie Cation direction when it comes to booking stand-up comedy. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, uh, and you know, it's really hard to turn down work yeah. in, in a good year. You're just like, oh, of course, of course I'll do that. That sounds important. Uh, and then you, you, you're like, I should buy land. You know, you're like you take all the work in, in the hopes that you make all the monies and then you buy land. And, um, but uh, I don't have land. I, oh, okay. I, I own a small house about a mile from here. So that's but about you, it. But you own the, you own the, we own the land. That so is some sort you of are land. A landowner. Initially I was sweat equity cause I'm, uh, my husband bought the land mm. and then I married him and then by law, half mine. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, <laughs> it's a big scam you've got going here. It's right. It's one of the, one of the original scams. I think it's a, it's an old school scam. Ladies I, have been doing it for some time. I should have waited until my wife bought land. That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, get, uh, what is it? The, her dowry. Is that, is that right. You were hoping for some sort of also some sheep and, uh, <clears throat> and some cash. Okay. Um, so yeah, well, you, speaking of you being busy, this is the first time you've been on in a long time. But this is not the first time we've tried to have you on. No, I've no, emailed you a number of times, and right. it's always it's always like I am not around. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So we something we, about, about more important things to do and us being low priority. I don't remember exactly what you said. But something like that. Yes, take it personally. Please. <laughs> that what I heard. It's uh, yeah. No, I think it's um. I'm gonna I'm gonna get comfortable, you guys. Sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean yeah. on a I'm gonna lean on a thing and just talk into a mic. Just and casually, having, you know? just I've been going since like eight this morning, so I'm uh-huh. like uh, it's like six in the night, and so that feels late. And I have a show after this, but um, yeah, we were. Well, here's what I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna answer a question that you brought up earlier. You were saying that you needed to read the Jack Reacher novels, yeah. And I just did a Dork Forest with Al Madrigal, uh-huh. um, who has like a new special on Showtime, and he's in a new show that's on Showtime about stand up, and then. Um, but he has been reading for for to chill out. He's been reading Jack Reacher novels. I, have you read? Have you seen I, the movies? Or? I've seen. The I saw first the first movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, I accidentally saw the first movie on a plane and on mute, because that's the way I like to watch uh, a Jack Reacher movie <laughs> on a plane. Because uh, it felt, because, you know, in the books, he's six foot five. Right, right. He's a giant of a person, and he, and he usually hits people with his head, and because uh, he has a very thick skull, I guess. And then sure. there's, it's played by Tom Cruise. So everybody in the movie, it's like... If, when you go to Disneyland and you go downtown, when you go down Main Street, <laughs> yeah. and it's got that forced perspective <laughs> that everything's at seventy five percent, so children aren't intimidated. That's what the Jack Reacher movie looked like. <laughs> so everyone's standing right, upstage. Uh, uh, right, Tom he's standing Cruise. uphill right. so that he looks taller and yep. bigger, and he's punching people, and he looks stronger. So he seems to be standing in one place. I think he might be on a half apple box. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Now, uh, I want to ask you, you know, we're a movie podcast. I want to ask you what, what movies you've seen recently other than Jack Reacher movies on, on mute. But uh, you mentioned your Armenian heritage. Yes. And this came up. I did up. not. <laughs> yeah, you did actually. I don't know. I did mention it, but I, uh, but I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I'm already guessing what question you're going to ask. Oh, I don't think, I don't think, you know, this just happened to come up on the last podcast right. that in recent, in the recent months, there have been two movies, smallish movies that hit theaters yeah. that are both love triangles set during the Armenian, the Armenian genocide. Because genocide, there's nothing more romantic <laughs> than genocide. So we're talking about the Ottoman lieutenant. And then last week, I couldn't think of the other one. The I think promise. it's called Somewhere Be- Oh, The, the Promise. The That's Promise. The That's the one with the, Oscar the, Isaac, right? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. The one, The Promise is with Batman. Yeah. But who's the other guy? Oh, the, the guy who plays the Armenian guy? I think I didn't see the movie. Right, right. I haven't seen either of them. Uh, My grandmother lived through the Armenian genocide. The Ottoman one is actually put out by the Turks, and it's and it's a and it's a. it's a it's a genocide denier movie. Wow! With a love triangle. I didn't even realize. Always that. important to have a love triangle when you <laughs> deny Holocaust <laughs> genocides and uh, mass murders. And um, well, and then the promise. You well, you know, you you want someone to have a good time during it. <laughs> and then the promise was the one with Batman and um, and two people that look vaguely Armenian. Uh, but that's the thing about uh, everyone who looks vaguely Armenian also looks vaguely Turkish. Sure. Uh, so it's like putting a, a Israeli and a Palestinian next to each other. Guess uh, which one's which? Oh, sorry, no headwear. And uh, so, like, lose the headwear, you can't tell them apart because everybody uh, looks the same because everybody's human. Anyway, um, well, but I'm getting getting deep here. I'll go political. And uh, but yeah, it was. I didn't see it either, but um, I know that like. My home, t- my church in my hometown, the Armenian Church, was like, "Did you? Are you guys going to go see the Promise?" And yeah. no, no, I'm not. I didn't even like Batman Three, so I'm good. <laughs> you still getting newsletters from your hometown church? Oh yeah, that- oh yeah. My brother's parish council oh, nice. leader. He's the grand poobah of the, the whatever, and my dad is still avoiding church. Uh, every Sunday, he goes and avoids it. He goes. To, <laughs> I was just every time I go home, and I and uh, they're like, "Are you coming to church on Sunday?" I'm like. Sure. So I go to church, and then one of them, my dad or my brother, intercepts me before I walk into church to say, hey, let's go across the street to Panera and have coffee. (laughs) And so we spend, because Armenian church is always three hours long. Wow. And so... We spent like good hour and a half, two hours at the Panera, and then we wander back. And he's like, "Well, let's go downstairs and get coffee." And I was like, "We just had coffee at Panera. What's happening?" And uh, and then his wife and his children and my essentially my my sister in law, my nephews, my nephews are older boys, so they're they're in church. But my brother and my dad wandering, doing laps, looking for coffee. But you could think it to say they went to church, right? They went sure. to church. They both sure. put on suits and ties and went to church. And and wandered around and we're not at church. You're about to walk in and they say, hey, let's watch Titanic. <laughs> and uh, then when it's over, maybe the service will be over. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they'll be in time for commuting. In, in, the, uh, in the world of uh, very white bread Protestantism that, uh, that I'm a part of, there's a, there's a sort of a distanced respect for, uh, you know, Orthodox and Armenian and that sort of thing. It's like, wow, they're so committed. We don't want to be that committed, <laughs> but we do appreciate that. It's like our right, you're like 45 be... minutes, and kickoff is at noon. Let's get out of here. We're we're about an hour fifteen. Oh, okay. But oh, okay. if it if it dips into like an hour twenty, it's like all right, come on, we get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know we all 
literally everybody here agrees, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not really telling us anything new. Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? I grew uh, a little bit of everywhere. I'm a, a, originally California and then Colorado and then Southern Missouri. Okay, so, so I was looking for time zone. Because oh, sorry, um, my yeah. dad's a huge fan of getting out by noon because of kick- sure. kickoff, because of the Packers. Oh, okay. Because I'm from Wisconsin. Oh, there you go, yeah. yes. I have uh, no knowledge of football, I am aware I only, of it. Right. I only know about the Packers because I'm from Wisconsin and it's through osmosis. Yeah. Like I even know like the name of the, the pitcher, the football guy. <laughs> the pitcher for yeah, the, the, the Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, Wisconsin, uh, speaking of Wisconsin, I'm sure you saw this little, um, the, did you see the Google thing that Google released like in every state, here's what people Google. How do you spell? Blank. I did see that. Yes. And the number one, how do you spell in Wisconsin is Wisconsin. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, how does that make you feel? Uh, my state is on fire politically, <laughs> and we're full of morons. I'll say this. I went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison. That's where I went to college. And um, my diploma, when I, I didn't get, you could get it the day of, um, but you were handed essentially just the case, right? When, when you went across the stage and were handed your diploma. And then they would either mail it to you, or you could go into the office and pick it up. Well, I didn't go into the office, but everyone who went into the office the year that I graduated, um, Wisconsin was spelled wrong <laughs> on their diploma. And it was so funny and so like hundreds and hundreds of graduates got it that they were like, you cannot get the correct one to frame unless you return the typoed one. Oh, because that's... they were like, uh, we would like that embarrassment back, please. Because uh, we're a, a school of higher learning. Oh, man. And I don't know what so I, that's a dilemma. It, right. I wouldn't have turned it back in yeah. uh, like like I've ever looked at it since. It's not like I right. have an office, stand-up comedy office, <laughs> it's not where on I, the my, wall di- my diploma is framed. <laughs> Be like, oh, you you would like to hire me for your, your gig. Well, let me show you my credentials here. You'll notice uh, it's misspelled. <laughs> that's a, that's a way, why I'm funny. Yeah. That's a funny thing that happened. <laughs> And look how funny I am. So it all worked out, you guys. <laughs> uh, explain That's to somebody hilarious. why you are funny. That's yes. <laughs> it's my diploma and funny. It's been a while, I feel like, since we've had a comedian on. We used to have a number of them on. And, uh, and so I, I feel like I have stand-up comedy questions that we've undoubtedly asked before. But, like, what are some of the... I feel like you're, you're a pretty honest person about people sure uh what are some of the dumb questions people ask about stand-up comedy do they 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 ever just say tell me a joke oh they always say tell me a joke uh my lyft driver i accidentally told him (laughs) that i was a comic and i i never whenever anybody you can't tell people that you're a stand-up comic because then the first thing they say is tell me a joke or the other real this is a real classic are you funny (laughs) <laughs> no, when so I usually tell people I'm a line cook at Applebee's because there's nothing more boring than thinking about chopping vegetables for eight hours. Anyway, but um, but whenever I I've and so whenever I tell people that I'm a comic, it's usually it's usually an accident. I'm not thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. There's some sort of error has been made. Some sort of bad decision, or I um no, it's always an error. Um and. And when they say, "Are you funny?" I always, I always say, "Yes, I'm hilarious." And then I, that usually gets a laugh. Mm-hmm. 
uh-huh. an awkward laugh because they don't know if I'm kidding. <laughs> and I'm like, why would I? I'm actually not kidding. It's uh, it's all working out for me uh, with the comedy, with the brit And um, so, yeah, there's there's always that. And then there's the lady questions. What's it like being a woman comic? Mm-hmm. Like I'm like this is a, a recent thing. Yeah. Uh, I've never been a male comic. So I'm, for the listener, I'm furiously scratching questions off of my exactly. pad. Exactly. Right <laughs> it's, uh, it's such, it's a crazy question just because you're like, well, I don't know. What's it like being a woman plumber? What's it like being a woman IT late? You know, and they, and they will ask women those questions. And there's like, what's it like being a black person in America? Well, it's a little uncomfortable, <laughs> but only from what I see on the news. And I, I don't, because uh, I've heard about this this tell me a joke thing but i don't understand like how you could take that other than as a challenge like other than prove to me that you're funny right oh i don't understand how anybody could think that that would work right like because i mean even if you're just sitting around with friends and someone says hey does anyone have any jokes (laughs) and then all of a sudden someone says yeah i heard a joke the other day everyone is on high alert to go oh man He's going to tell a joke. (laughs) And then everybody's looking for how dumb the joke might be. And so if you say I'm a comic and someone says, well, then tell me a joke, then they're just staring at you waiting. And like, that's, I don't know. They've clearly never seen stand-up comedy because that's not how it works. Right. You know, you don't say, hey. Unless you're Jackie the Joke Man Marley. Right. I mean, yeah, unless you're horrible. <laughs> unless you're somebody's dad and you're like, uh, yes, I've got I've got these joke jokes in my back pocket here. There seems to be only one comedian I know of that can make it work, and that is Norm MacDonald. Uh, but he, it only seems to work because he launches into it without announcing he's going to do it, uh, like on Conan and stuff like that. And uh, no, you I always can do appreciate pa- it. You can do comedy as in panel. Mm-hmm. You can do material in panel in the because that's a that's a common enough thing. Right. Um, they'll have like a comic instead of doing a set, they'll have you sit down. Right. Mm-hmm. Jen Kirkman just did it. Pardo does it. You know, oh, I yeah. mean, they uh, Louis C.K. always does yeah. it now, and um, I think Pete Holmes. Did, who cares? Uh, a bunch of people that aren't me, you bastards. Uh, <laughs> I'm willing to do panel. So, but which yeah, they say then what they do is they it's sort of. Do you ever see uh, a very very weird show called Comics Unleashed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't, I can't Drunk look away from like it. Two, yeah, yeah, it's a train wreck. Uh, it is, first of all, I've done it only once because I needed $450. Who doesn't? <laughs> and uh, second of all, um, it's, it's weirdly leashed. And oh yeah. It's because Byron Allen doesn't even, he, all he does is ask you, what is the setup for your joke? So I understand you just got married. And then you say, yeah, I just got married. And, uh, and this is my married joke. Didn't he, I feel like Todd Glass told a story where Byron Allen literally told, asked Todd Glass, do you like Ferris wheels? Yeah. Because his, his bit was about Ferris <laughs> yep, wheels. That's it. Because, because he, Byron Allen doesn't write the setup, but he also doesn't care. And he records like five a day. So it's sort of like the Hollywood squares or like a game show where he's like, all right, I got a mortgage. Let's do this. And the comics come on and everyone, you know, everyone makes a nickel and uh and the audience is a hostage situation and that's that does not stop the editors from boosting that uh that audience reaction though like oh, it sounds like there are five thousand people in what <laughs> looks to be a 60 person audience exactly and <laughs> and so th- i mean that's i mean th- 
that kind of panel is different than, you know, it, uh, someone says, so tell me a joke. And then if I were to start telling someone a joke joke, you yeah. know, traveling salesman goes to the farmhouse. Uh, he sees that the farmer has a three-legged pig. And the salesman, to make small talk, says to the farmer, how did, uh, what happened to this pig? And the farmer says, well, uh, this is a very, very important pig. <laughs> and it goes on like that for an hour and a half. And there's a long, have you ever heard the three-legged pig joke? I don't know if I've heard, I've heard not. I've heard most of the traveling salesman <laughs> farmer well, the, jokes, but I don't know. The pig know. has saved the life of the farmer. Mm-hmm. He There's a fire in the house and the salesman says, oh, did the pig lose the leg and when it saved you from the fire in the house? And the farmer goes, no, no, that wasn't what. Here's how great this pig is, though. We once, uh, the, uh, uh, the car tipped over and the pig actually uh, ran and got help. And it's like, oh, did the, did the car fall on the pig's leg and that's how the pig is like no and then it's like and this other time my daughter was drowning and the pig swam and drunk it's like did the pig get bit by a fish and lost the eggs no no that's not how it happened and finally the salesman says how did the pig lose the leg he says pig that great that's a hero pig you can't eat that pig all at once (laughs) and that's the whole joke and the joke goes on for three times as long as that sure that and that joke right there clock eater holy smokes that was a five minute joke already <laughs> but it lasts, that joke can last like 15 minutes as long as people are still listening that's politely. What, that's what you should do. Then when people say, tell me a joke, you should tell oh. them the 15 minute version of that joke. And, but there's such a part in the, as, a, as a comic, you're inside going, well, no, I want them to know that I am funny and I want them to know what kind of jokes I do do. And, and I just said do do. And uh, yeah. so, but there's no, um, there's no you way to do funny. it. <laughs> <laughs> right. and what, what a lot of people don't know is that physical comedy very difficult. Uh, I bought a pair of shorts this morning over at Target because I thought they'd be funny. I literally <laughs> bought a pair of white trash denim giant American star pants, like hot pants, denim shorts that were fake cutoffs with giant American stars that look like someone but i am too big a woman to not look like i should be shouting the words you told me you were gonna help me with these babies uh, while i was wearing those pants and i thought they might be funny but i put it on and i was like oh no 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 too, too real too real funny now okay hang on i want to unpack this a bit Fun, like you would go on stage saying look at my funny shorts no no i or just, you just walk they, around in life i was just gonna walk around in life thinking about how funny those shorts were but i put them on and then i looked in the mirror and i was like oh no too funny yeah. uh, nailed it too i mean that is a character yeah. that is uh, i'm clearly being cast as beyonce's weird white aunt if uh i'm wearing those pants uh, not that I don't know that Beyonce has a weird white aunt, but I always picture her with a weird white aunt, which is me, which is not because what I want to look like, I want to look like a white trash lady with a PhD. That's what I, I don't know why that's the character. That's the character in my head. All right. I'm entertaining myself. You guys, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, what movies have you seen lately? Besides well, the promise. Well, besides not the promise. Not the promise. Um, I have, you know what? I've only seen all of the Marvel movies yeah. and um, all of the Star Wars movies. So it's been a couple of months. Like I, Though I did see, get this, I saw Guardians, uh-huh. and then I went and saw it again in HD laser. Have you heard about that? No. No. Okay, so initially I saw it in 2D. 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, me too. Okay. So I saw it regular normal. And then I heard that you could see it at the Chinese Man Theater on Sunset Boulevard. And it's not only IMAX and 3D, but it's somewhat some sort of HD laser. So it's more huh. than it was in a it was twenty five dollars <laughs> to wow. go see it, which is a twenty two fifty, which is a great deal of money plus parking, and it was amazing. Did you guys know that there was a membrane around the brain that Groot, baby Groot, puts the bomb on the brain of ego? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There's like a a, a spongy white force field around that brain. Did you see that? I, I don't remember. Not, yeah. Did not either. There were things I saw. <laughs> My, I'll never unsee them. No, I don't know. But it was. Um, it sounds yeah. pretty harrowing. Yes. It was actually. It was. It was so. Gr- it was so great. I was like, I kind of want to see it again in I, HD laser. Whatever I this that is, is like the new like smell of vision or whatever. Just like new fun ways. Because I actually have a story. This week I went to see Pirates of the Caribbean. Eight. Oh really? <laughs> um, I went to a theater that most. Uh, white Angelinos like us don't even know exists. It's a state-of-the-art theater called the CGV Cinemas in Koreatown and that shows oh. Korean movies or they show Hollywood movies with Korean subtitles. Okay. But they also, so there's this new presentation format called ScreenX and there are only two screens in the U.S. showing it. They're both in Los Angeles. They're both CGV cinemas. Apparently, it must be a Korean thing. Yeah. And so the idea is you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean. It's normal. You know how when you watch, like, Dark Knight Rises or whatever, which you didn't like and I didn't like either? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, when par- certain parts are in IMAX, you know, you'll have the regular aspect ratio, and then suddenly it'll go real big. When yeah. It's in IMAX. yeah. So what ScreenX is, is you'll be watching it normal, and then for certain sections, all of a sudden, the it's projected on the walls as well. So it's not, it's not like Cinerama Dome, like curved. It's literally like at a 90 Almost degree like angle. Almost like a virtual reality kind of? Yeah, like it's, so all of a sudden you're underwater and there's a shark swimming up the wall on your left or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. And Who you doesn't know what? Eight bucks on Tuesdays, not $25. Nice on, work. On, t- on Tuesdays at the CGV well, Cinema? Eight I don't bucks. know if you know this about the Koreans. They're frugal. They're frugal people. <laughs> it's, uh, it's never, it's like, it's always weird to say something. You know what about the Belgians? You know, those guys. <laughs> they, uh, they're, yeah. they're big tippers. What? Uh, so, yeah, you, uh, you get to spend eight bucks on a Tuesday. You get to watch a bunch of Korean commercials before it starts. And then. Ignore the subtitles. <laughs> ignore the subtitles. And then it's the only way I would recommend seeing Pirates 5 because it wasn't good besides that. Oh, really? But, would uh, be would be with a shark going on your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be like, the only there, way. There, there's a part in the movie, uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but uh, they find this sort of uncharted island that's covered oh, in gems. Damn it. And the gems... The movie sucks, you guys. How <laughs> could it be spoiled? The gems shine in the exact, like, as an exact map of the stars. Yeah. So they're walking across this island and the camera is, like, above them, so it looks like they're walking across the stars and suddenly, like, you're in this field of stars on all sides and the camera sort of spins a little bit. Very cool. That's it was neat. definitely cooler yeah, than yeah, if that's I had seen this current movie uh, without that. Without that, that almost fixed it. Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the so price how, is right. So, how do they. Okay, so did the directors shoot the film with that in mind um, for think, a handful of theaters worldwide? Uh, I, it, it's, it's given the scenes that it happened in, it's probably not something that was done practically it's 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 all effects scenes right, where they right. just whoever is doing the cgi or finishing it or oh whatever, in post they just, could just add it yeah they just yeah. extend it or whatever you know okay. um so I, I it's probably not uh director approved if you can remember the name of the two directors sure. they're norwegians i can't remember mm. um but uh yeah i guess it's i mean it's 
it, it's it's on eighty something screens worldwide. So it's not yeah. just the, it just happens to be two in the U.S. and they're both here. So in the fall, Jen and I are going to be in Seoul, South Korea. Oh, that I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, we're taking a, we're going to China, Japan, Hong Kong, and South Korea. For how and, long? Uh, three weeks total. Okay. So um, okay. It's the longest we will have ever been like away from home, and so it's it sounds fun, but also I don't know. I get homesick, but um, we're going to do some scheduling. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yes we will. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But it's also weird. That's a lot of countries to do in in three weeks. Yeah, uh, I don't remember which one of them is getting the short shrift. I think it's Hong Kong. Um, but the uh, I spent ten days in Hong Kong three years ago and uh, is it awesome it is awesome uh but the thing you're not i mean it's fine it's uh, <laughs> the coolest thing uh about hong kong is the fact that it's a giant mall and a giant national park okay. uh, because 85 percent of hong kong is is national park uh so everything is super tall what i recommend you do is there is a ski lifty thing okay. that takes you to a mall that you can overlook so it looks like blade runner oh neat at at uh, at sunset Oh, wow. And, and it's whatever destination thing you're going to, the people of Hong Kong have decided, you know what they need here? 7-Eleven uh, and a <laughs> bunch of stores. Uh, so everything's a mall. And you can stand in a 7-Eleven and see another 7-Eleven. That's how many 7-Elevens there are. And their subway system is privately owned. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was uh, owned by a guy who built a mall and then built another mall and then a train between the two of them and then built another mall and then a train between the three of them. And then he has a mall. Uh, he has a he has a train system and uh, and you get a card that gets you on and off the train it's uh it's like a tap card uh, i forget what it's called octopus something like that and it also works in 7-elevens and in all vending machines Hong Kong's it's, out of its mind. It's fascinating. It's, to it me. is fascinating. So, but uh, if you if you take that thing, the Blade Runner thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's two different. You can take one that has like a glass bottom ski lift, so you can look out the bottom. That was dumb. It wasn't worth the extra oh, ten really? bucks. Okay. Yeah, go normal. Um, and uh, and there are people who hike it. Yeah, I'm not doing but, that. But yeah, it's a long uh, straight up. Anyway, so uh, but I recommend that 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 would be the coolest thing. And then the subway system was pretty cool. And there's lots. Of, and you could also take a giant. Uh, there's two tramps. There's another ski lifty thing that takes you to a giant Buddha. Okay. And the giant Buddha is cool. There's a, there's a rows and rows of tiny Buddhas. Okay. And then there's rows and rows of middle sized Buddhas. Okay. Uh, a lot of Buddhas. So it's like Ten a video days. game. But the giant Buddha has a Seven Eleven in it. Well, the giant Buddha. <laughs> There was actually no 7-Eleven in that tiny town where the giant Buddha was. Well, mm. Weird. Anyway, um, but probably uh, at the base of the mountain before the giant. But you can see the giant Buddha from like a mile away. It's Crazyville. Man, so oh look man. for the giant Buddha and look for the, the mall where you can see the Blade Runner shot. I this, guess I have to. This is and that's and, and that's one or two days. That's that that's two days max. That's okay. That sounds about right. It, when we've when we've traveled uh, internationally, we'll be at a place like we were in Switzerland for about two weeks, and you know Switzerland is not a huge country, but just. Two, even two weeks isn't enough for no. one country. It's crazy. Like we, we basically didn't even visit the entire Italian part of Switzerland. Yeah. 
and we, we missed out on a, a big part of New Zealand and we were there for two weeks. Right, so. right. We're going, um, I'm, uh, in July, I'm doing the Dublin Comedy Festival. And then uh, Andy, my husband, is like, hey, uh, we're going to Dublin? And I was like, you never say that when I'm going to Winnipeg. What's going on? <laughs> anyway, so, yes, we're going to Dublin. So we go to Dublin for three days to do stand I'm doing stand-up. And then we're going to drive around Dublin for uh, Ireland for four days. Mm-hmm. And that's, Ireland's pretty small. And um, and we have a couple of friends who live in Ireland. So yeah. we're going to go visit them and stare at them and see a lot of green things. And I'm sure, sure he'll drink some beer and enjoy the rest of his life. But then we're going to hop a, a plane and fly to Reykjavik and oh, okay. go to Iceland. Iceland for a week and we're going to drive around Iceland which is supposed to be gorgeous and has hot springs and I like hot springs and uh and then uh and we're going to see some fairies because they have fairies in Iceland uh a recent guest on this podcast um was just in Iceland uh and she she said uh food's really expensive that's what she said the whole thing seems to be super expensive (laughs) Uh, I think it's because uh there's not a lot of it's sort of like Going to Perth, uh, they it's far away from everything, so they have uh-huh. to or or Hawaii, Hawaii, yeah. where you have to ship everything in, and there's a and for some reason there's a tax on it all, and you're like, mm-hmm. why, why, you're in the middle of a, a thoroughfare. Hawaii fascinates me. I've never been. Have you been? I, I have, have when been. I was my family went when I was a kid, but the concept of Hawaii fascinates me. Like I recognize that. You know, uh, there are big cities there and all that, but it's just these tiny islands right in the middle of the ocean. And they just, they require shipping from everywhere. And I just feel like, why would anybody, I know that it's nice, but why would everybody, yeah, I guess there's that. Mm -hmm. That's why, that's why we took it over. Yeah. And then they were lucky enough to become a state. (laughs) (laughs) Just because we wanted to get to a nice round number, right? (laughs) Right. right. Who doesn't love a number? Um, Yeah. And it's, it does seem strange that we have it. I know that it's the uh, strategic thing. It just seems like such an odd place to live, just secluded but you're not it's still civilization right they uh, get they get cable they get you know <laughs> yeah. all 26 of the letters they get i feel like that about alaska though like they still have blockbusters because uh, wi-fi costs a ton there yeah <laughs> so. um I, I don't know my my sister-in-law used to live in hawaii and my wife actually stayed with her for an extended amount of time at one point and she says people she was people tend people who aren't from there tend to get what they call island fever which is just being like just knowing like you're in the middle of nowhere and you can't oh, like, you I feel can't, isolated. Yeah. I can't like, like, you know, this weekend I'm getting in my car and I'm driving to Las Vegas. That's something I'm doing. You can't drive four hours anywhere when you're in, La- yeah. when you're in Hawaii. Right. Uh, and I, and, I, and when my wife told me about the concept of Island fever, I was like, yeah, I think I would absolutely get that if I moved to Hawaii. Hmm. But I am going to, speaking of trips, since that seems to be the uh, yeah, theme yeah, of the episode. Uh, have Mike Siegel on as well. <clears throat> my wife and I did recently just book our uh, flight and hotel to Berlin in, That's right. in October. And yeah, speaking of, yeah, like the amount of time, we're going for eight days. And our, and our friend was like, oh, it's kind of a rush trip for Berlin. <laughs> like, how do you see all of Berlin in eight days? Wow, like you won't. But I mean, that's. A, I mean, it's good. That st- I like the idea of staying in one place for, for we went to, uh, you know, wh- whatever city you go to. I mean, it's. I'm a huge fan because I travel so much for stand-up. I like to go to the same coffee shop every day and pretend I live there. Oh, yeah. That's what and, we uh, generally, when we travel, we do the Airbnb <laughs> thing. We found a good rate in a hotel this time, so we're staying in a hotel. But, yeah, that's what I love. That when we went to Merida, Mexico last year, uh, and it was just for, like, five days. But, yeah, we got an Airbnb. We're in, like, a residential neighborhood. We, we had, like, by the end of the five days, we had our, like, 
corner bar that we would go yeah, to. Yeah. We had like, yeah. The, the yeah, you kind of live there and yeah. it's kind of a thing. It's, uh, yeah, we were, whatever, but it's, um, I was in Birmingham, Alabama and I, I, I don't like a bed and breakfast and an Airbnb sounds ridiculous. My brother uh, rents out his, his Airbnb as his house and as much as I love my brother, I wouldn't want to live with it. I, I don't want to stay with my brother. So well, that's uh, a lot of them, like the ones I stayed in in Mexico, like this person, the woman who owned it also owned another place in Merida. She owned this place and it was just a constant. She just, it was like yeah, a, it's just a hotel yeah. condo thing. Yeah. And it's, uh, I love a hotel just because professionals yeah. are involved and they change the carpeting <laughs> uh, every three to five years. So I'm like, yeah, please put in new carpeting. Um, I'm going to uh, say something about, about a movie. Uh, no, I'm going to say something about staying in a hotel <laughs> with, uh, staying in a hotel with this guy here, Tyler. Uh, me, this, I don't know why you always think I'm going to make fun of you. Because um, 90% of the time you do. Uh, but if you're staying in a hotel for a few days with Tyler, it means you better make sure to hang the towels back up because no one's coming in to change the towels of the beds because Tyler is leaving the Do Not Disturb sign up the entire time. That is uh, good for you, Tyler, because uh, oh. who wants them in there? And, I, I do. Uh, I do. Wait, well, the thing is, is like... I. I I, maximum, I'm in a I'm in a, a hotel room for four days, uh-huh. unless it's Vegas, and then I've I've made some sort of error. Uh, <laughs> it's seven days, uh, but the uh, but it's usually about four days. In four days with three bath towels, I'm good. I'm not going to need fresh towels, and and I can make my own bed. I'm a I'm a, a an adult woman. Uh, I, I I just love that. It, it's you, like it's like checking love, into the hotel anew every day when you come back. Right. Some people just love it where, the, where everything's been tightened. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and especially on a cruise ship, they fold the towels into little swans and shit. I went to my first ever cruise. <laughs> I did I did a cruise this year, uh, the Joko Cruise. It was a nerd cruise okay. called Joko <laughs> Nerd Cruise. Jonathan Colton is a musician. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, he invites... Well, first of all, this is the first year that it was entirely his ship. So 1,700 people were like, I want to be on a wow. cruise ship for a week with Jonathan Colton. <laughs> and uh, and so me, my husband, again, was like, we're going on a cruise to Mexico with, with a bunch of people who want to play board games? Yes, please. And uh, so, because he's a game designer, my husband. And uh, so he played more, he played games. He play tested his board, new board game and he play tested his uh, hero RPG game, the Hero Instant, uh, day after day after day. And I did stand up and I did panels. And it was essentially a floating kind of Comic Con. Uh-huh. And there were a couple of comics and then a bunch of sketch and improv people. And then Jonathan Colton and Amy Mann and uh, the double clicks uh it was sort of uh, jonathan golden if you don't know is sort of if they might be giants and weird Al yankovic were a person he did uh, that song shop vac do you know that song yeah it's, he did. It, it's very funny and also a very heartbreaking song right he, he does a very funny heartbreaking he's got a medley he wrote this the final song in portal the original Portal video game. No, no, no. So, that's fine. Someone, yeah, someone <laughs> in the audience will be like, oh, I understand. And it'll be fine. But, um, but it is haunting and funny and silly and also very sad. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. So we took a cruise and we didn't let anybody in. We never didn't get a swan. We didn't get a bird. We didn't get a turtle. <laughs> There's no monkey towel hanging from a thing. See, you thought yeah. I was going to make fun of you, but you got an ally here. I do. Well, and, yep. it's, and what's odd is when I was in Orlando uh, at the beginning of, uh, of May, uh, I did... I was at a very nice hotel uh, uh-huh. and I did let them in, but that was primarily because I had my backpack and every day I would load it up with like the various valuable things that I had 
and I would just be sitting at my table at the film festival. Oh, do you fear larceny? Is that why I you do. don't like them in? Yeah. Uh, I just don't want them looking at my stuff. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, it's where I live. Leave me You're alone. Like, Look at these funny shorts she bought. Look, she was like, exactly. <laughs> what, what's she reading? And guess what? None of, they're never carrying in any of that stuff. I, one time they come, like sometimes they come in even when you have the do not disturb in. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's what happened at the bed and breakfast in Birmingham. There was no do not disturb. Mm. Genuinely sitting on the toilet. Oh. Woman comes in and she's like, and I was like, no. <laughs> she walked into the bathroom and I said, no, I don't need anything. <laughs> I'm uh, actually on the toilet. And she was like, I am sorry. My, and I hate a bed and breakfast. My wife and I ran, did Airbnb th- in our house, yep, we had a spare room that okay. uh, we thought we would uh, turn into it. a guest room and, and 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 make a couple of bucks. And we did, and it, and it worked out well. It is strange because there there was a guy who stayed with us for like two months. Oh my gosh! Um, and he was a super nice guy, and you can roommate kinda, guy, you can kind of vet. Yeah, it becomes a roommate at that point. Like you know, it's you'll too be long. hanging out, but it's too long. Yeah, and. Uh, it was, it was, it, it paid well and it was, it was an interesting experience. I don't think I would ever want to do it again. Um, because it is in the end, it's like, there's a, there's a whole other person staying in my house. Yeah. yeah. I like that you're afraid of a maid or a chambermaid, which is what I say. And my wife makes fun of me for using that term, but it is what they are chambermaids. Are you Orville Redenbacher? <laughs> I'm just saying to differentiate them from, you know, kitchen maids or <laughs> meter maids or whatever. They're chambermaids. Anyway, yeah. I always make fun of you that I say chambermaid. But you're afraid of a chambermaid stealing your laptop and you're going to let a stranger move in where your, you know, all your where belongings you sleep at night and the and person you love throat. is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, well, and what, you can vet people beforehand, mm-hmm. um, which is to say, you know, you can make sure that they're white. Yeah, racial um, profiling. Obviously. Uh, Charming. That's a joke, by the <laughs> yes, way. Yes, exactly. Uh, Note to had, self. Yeah, I mean, the one group we didn't want was Armenians, unfortunately. <laughs> well, my so. people. <laughs> uh, and uh, but we're constantly also, making peel off. What? But if it's someone who's never stayed at a place before, it's like, okay, well, we they, there's no rating for them as a guest. And so right. it's like, okay, well, well we're not going to be the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's, <laughs> it's stuff like that. Um, right. You want to take the bullet. Now, I know we have to cut things short very soon here. But I do want to get back oh, to wow, movies a little fast. bit, uh, yeah. Jackie, because you said that you liked, uh, or at least you watched the Marvel. You watched the Marvel movies. You watched yep. the Star Wars movies. You didn't mention the DC movies, except that you don't like Batman three, right? But, um, because current- DC DC needs Wonder Woman, man. I really hope it's good because yeah. they need this, man. They need it because they haven't made a good movie in a thousand generations. Their TV is pretty good, but I only watch Supergirl. I don't okay. watch, and Supergirl's been trouble since uh, Calista Flockhart left. But because um, Calista Flockhart played the boss, okay, and she was dynamite. She she's knocked it knocked it out of the park. She was great. I'm a big fan of Melissa Benoist. However, you say her name. Who oh, the, the, the woman who plays Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She nails it. She she's great. Everybody's great until they made Jimmy Olsen and uh, and the IT nerd into superheroes. Uh, and then yeah. I was like, I'm uh, oh, I'm done now. Yeah. Uh, and and I liked hmm. that even the Superman guy that came in. He seemed great. But I literally they moved. Uh, filming from Los Angeles to Vancouver and 
is it Callista Flockhart? Am I saying uh, that's, who's that's married to Harrison Ford? That's yeah, Callista okay. Flockhart. You got it right. And uh, <laughs> she's married to Harrison Ford, who is one hundred years old and yeah. lives here. She's <laughs> like, I'm not going to Vancouver for what could be the last months of my husband's life. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stay here. This is where yeah. I live. Especially the way he keeps flying planes. Right, <laughs> he's, right. He's, he's like gonna... eighty and he's flying and and he's wandering around. He's got a motorcycle, and you're like, that's great. In other news. You know, I'm going to be here. You know, you're not actually Indiana Jones. Right. You are not <laughs> actually Han Solo, my friend. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see to see Wonder Woman because the, the reviews are, are, are very strong. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great. The, I, the, the trailers look awesome. And uh, and it looks it looks super fun. And um, what I liked about Guardians, the second one, and I've said this on other podcasts, is that Guardians, the first one, I loved it, right? Except for there was a couple of weird disconnects where... Drax is supposed to be this super literal guy, right? Uh-huh. That would never go over my head. It's uh-huh. very fast reflexes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but at one point he calls Gamora a whore. Yes. And you're like, it's when so, have you seen? And he it's, and so it's, jarring. For, it's jarring because it's played for laughs. Uh-huh. Yeah. And at no time has she been uh, applying uh, her whatever for whatever. Like there's no there's been no exchange of goods and services. So I yeah. don't understand why. I was sure I misheard it the first yeah. time it, yeah. it, it's so strange it's so jarring and the other thing is is Gamora is raised by Thanos so when she goes into that prison you're like no no she's Rorschach they're not she's not in there with them they're in with her yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. and and for some reason she's you know she's a great superhero and, and clearly in the second Guardians movie when she picks up when she shoots Nebula yeah. and she picks up the gun <laughs> from the ship yeah. and you're like what oh I get it oh she's super strong I did not know that yeah, yeah I, I actually uh, I love the second one I I thought the first one was fine mm-hmm. I like Drax a lot there's a lot of things in the first one I liked I really and I really liked the second one. I liked it way more than the first one. Yeah, it had a lot more. It had did it hit all the great things I love about comic books, right? It had the best action. It had heart coming out of its ears, man. And uh it was it was funnier than the first one, and I it didn't force it too bad, and it forced it a little too much. But so do comic books. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've read Deadpool, uh, but it's <laughs> exhausting. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, Deadpool, but it's a lot. Yeah, that's the last thing I want to ask you before we wrap up because I know you're a comics person. What are you reading right now? What current books? Oh, so many things. Uh, I'm reading. Um, well, the uh, like I finished like in the current Star Wars universe, I'm reading Doctor Afra, and there's a new um, Luke Skywalker Doctor Afra uh, crossover, okay. and that's called Screaming Citadel, I think. Anyway, but uh, Doctor Afra came out of Darth, the Darth Vader title, and so it's there's been a, a bunch of really great Star Wars uh, comics. Actually, there was a really great Lando one, and uh, and there was a really good Darth Vader one, and there was whatever. But uh, and then so I read a lot of Marvel, and uh, Nova's really good. Moon yeah. Knight is good. Um, what I, today I read Marvel Moon Knight Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil's super dark right now. I, Holy I shit! I think the guy who edits Moon Knight listens to this podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wait, who? I can't remember his name right now. But and, he's uh, that Jake Thomas. Uh, yeah, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Jake. Oh, there. 
we go. And then, um, <clears throat> and then I, uh, I think there's a new X Men title that I'm reading. There's uh, Occupy Avengers. There's uh, read all the Thor, and um, I mean, literally, the pull list is like forty. Yeah. But uh, so then, uh, a lot of Marvel titles, and then some Image titles, of course. There's Paper Girls and yeah. Saga, and um, uh, oh, there's uh, my new favorite is this thing called Motor Girl, written by this guy Terry Moore, okay. and that one isn't. It's got a triangle. I don't remember who, uh, what, uh, what, it is an image. It's, I think it's its own thing. Because Terry Moore did Rachel Rising, and now he's got Motor Girl, which is about this woman with PTSD who lives in a junkyard. And she has PTSD, so she has a giant gorilla that only she can see. And there might be aliens. We don't know it's real. (laughs) And it's funny, and it's smart, and it's got good heart and stuff. So then there's, oh, Descender. Descender's good. That's with Tim 22. And then... Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, there's a lot um, of comic books out there. Do you read Shudder? That's no. an image uh, one. I've seen it, but is it great? It's very cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's way too complex a story for me to get into right now, but it's very cool. Yeah, well, some of them, some of them I don't read. Like, I don't read Punisher because I'm not much into revenge porn, uh-huh. <laughs> but I like uh, Ghost Rider. Okay. Because, and I watch a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I watched it even when it was just uh, essentially a spy procedural, uh-huh. and now it's turned into a superhero show. But... Yeah. Are you reading the uh, hashtag problematic secret empire uh, story? No, I'm reading Deadpool, which okay. is, and I'm reading all, all the stuff that's connected to the secret empire. I'm like, I get it. Uh, the red skull is inside in the Nazis. And, and I mean, didn't he use the cosmic cube? To win World War Two, and then someone was mad that he didn't save the Jews. Uh, see, I'm behind. I just know the because okay. the, the story is is you know Captain America is like actually a Nazi. Secret America, uh, Secret Empire comics because of the Nazi thing. Well, but, but it's not. He's not a Nazi. Is that he thinks he is because well, he, he re, like I could be wrong, but he restored his because Captain America had lost his powers yep. and he used a he cosmic cube guy. to restore them. Yep. But the Red Skull had essentially rewritten this cosmic cube so that when when Steve Rogers used it, it rewrote his own personal history, so he thought he was a Hydra agent. Yep, and, and okay. the Captain America guy has a the the current Captain America has a giant tattoo of Hydra on his chest. Uh-huh. Where you're like, that's gonna be hard. That's gonna be hard to hide. Yeah. Pool parties this summer, Steve. Uh, All right, it's eight thirty. I hate to cut you off. No, it's cool, but I I, to I gotta go do a set. But um, this was super fun. I'll watch more movies next time, and we'll talk about more movies. Uh, we can just no talk problem. about Hong Kong when. He'll be back from Hong Kong. And so, yeah. we, yeah. you guys can talk about comic books and make me realize that I have not read a comic book in a very long time. Like, my first thought was like, oh, they brought Moon Knight back. He might never have gone away. I just stopped reading in 1992. Um, that was when you should have stopped. Because okay. the 90s Good were ugly. All right. So you can find us at BattleshipRetention.com. That's where there's all sorts of movie reviews and, and whatnot. You can email us, David, at BattleshipRetention.com, especially if you have any questions for Ask BP, our video mailbag, mailbag segment. I can never get those three words out right uh you can email tyler at tyler at battleship i'm on twitter at davy pretension tyler's on twitter at tyler pretension anything at more than one lesson that you want to mention it's tyler's other podcast yeah we uh we did an episode about fences uh with the companion film the great santini so we're oh. talking about not great fathers yeah mean dads, <laughs> mean dads. um all right where's and, that movie mean dads <laughs> yeah that's got to be somewhere in the bad moms old yeah. dogs right, right. wild hogs universe there's got to be a yeah um, but it's like this harrowing drama it's not funny at all yeah um uh god that reminds me of something speaking of bad moms tyler you and i both use the same hbo go account i don't want to <laughs> 
no. But uh, I share and, my brothers. And yeah, some other people clearly do too because I logged into it the other day. Um, no, this was actually with Showtime anytime because I logged in to watch uh, Twin Peaks and it said, "Would you like to resume watching Bad Moms?" There's 75 <laughs> minutes left, and I was like, "Man, someone gave up on Bad Moms early." <laughs> um, Jackie, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, well, I have the Dork Forest is my podcast where I interviewed um, people about dorky stuff, and then Jackie and Laurie on Nerdist is just about stand-up comedy. Uh, JackieCation.com has uh, all of more information than you can shake a stick at. And uh, I'm at Jackie Cation on all the Twitter, Instagram, Snapchatty things. And it's uh, just Jackie, Jackie Cation. If you wanted to email me and say, Hey, what about that one episode? Did you read this issue? And I was like, probably or not. Uh, Cause it's almost <laughs> exclusively all I'm reading right now. Comic books and romance novels. Nice. Uh, oh I, boy, the, I wish you were here huh? longer. Cause I feel like we could have <laughs> uh, dug into that, but that's all right. All right. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for, having me you guys thanks at home for listening we'll get you next time bye bye this program is a proud member of the battleship pretension fleet 